0: In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. I am super excited to offer you this episode today. We will be talking about plant medicine, specifically psilocybin, AKA mushrooms, (laughs) um, I have with me just an amazing, beautiful, wonderful, educated woman that is here to talk to us about, about working with plant medicine. And I just invite you to come in with an open heart and an open mind and, and to really just you know, even if you've always thought, um, plant medicine is not for me, or maybe if you've had some judgment around plant medicine to really number one, um, just explore why, like maybe where is this coming from? I know for me personally, I definitely was one of those girls and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not going to mess with any of that stuff. It's not for me like to each their own. That's fine, but it's definitely not for me and the more i've gone along my healing journey the more i became super curious about what else is there like how like how am i blocking myself from deeper healing and working with psychedelics is Um, a beautiful way to kind of go into these realms where you you actually don't have any control and we talk all about this in the podcast and I'm just really excited for you to meet goddess Amanita she is a dear dear friend of mine Um, we've been through so much together over the past many years and I'm just really excited to share this conversation with you so Even if you are not interested in plant medicine um, or think you may not be interested, I just really invite you to tune in and listen and let me know what you think. Hello, hello. I am sitting here with the gorgeous, and I'm not being sarcastic, she is literally gorgeous, goddess Amanita. And we have a lot to unpack in this episode. So I invite you to just take a moment and take a deep breath in through your nose. Just know that this episode is going to be filled with beautiful, potent transmissions of just of whatever needs to come through. But yeah, so Hello, goddess Amanita. That's just fun to say. (laughs) Hello, shaman vine. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so
1: we have a lot to talk about. We
0: do, we do. And I would like to start with how we met, Mm. which was four
1: years ago. Four
0: years ago, I think this August or September, it will be four years. This yeah. year will be four years. This year will be four years. Yeah. And Anita was the very first person in my class at the Salt Cave that mm-hmm. I, I'm there monthly. It is a beautiful studio in Snellville, Georgia, mm-hmm. and it is amazing and i woke up one morning and i was like i have to be at the salt cave and i don't know why but i'm i I need to be there and so i went there and then the moment i was there i was like this is where i need to hone my craft and and Anita was literally in my very first class that I hosted there it was like you and two other people Mm. and here we are was it yeah it was Uh, five I remember it it was the number of grace oh okay (laughs) all right I just remember being like I'm gonna put this out there and I don't know if anybody's gonna sign up and this woman walked (laughs) in there and I was like okay hello so I would like to start there. Like where were you mm. in your life in that in that time of your life?
1: Ooh, such a powerful question. Okay, so let's see. We could go back to what year was that? 2018? I think it was 18, yeah. 2018. Yeah. 2018. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, 2018, I was 1 year into my seminary program. Um and I was in the year where we were beginning to do a awareness and identity, which is a whole year where we practice our own spiritual practices, deepen our spiritual path, um, work on our mental like health and emotional health. So I was searching for other practices to add to my meditation. So I had been going to the Soul Cave for like sound healing and just trying different things. And I came across your class, which was breathwork. And I was like, ooh, this sounds very interesting. I'm gonna go. And if you know me, I don't mind like going anywhere by myself. Like everywhere I go is a freaking party. I never meet a stranger. So I went to your class and holy beep! Um, what an amazing experience I had. Like I had never experienced such a powerful healing in 50 minutes. It was so incredible and I remember like when we finished, I remember coming up to you like, hi, I was Anita then I'm Amanita now. I'm Anita. We're gonna be friends forever. <laughs> Like give me your number. Like I'm about to remember, I was gonna be doing an event. Oh, like yeah, a few months yeah, later, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I want you to come do breath work at my event. I love this. Like I love you. We're gonna be sisters for life. And that's how we started. And then the next time you offered the class, I brought someone with me. I brought yeah. one of my other sisters. I was like, Oh my god, you have to try this. This. Is crazy incredible. I have never touched my emotions so deeply
0: like that. Mm. Oh, I love the way you said that. Touched your emotions so deeply. Oh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, okay, so I would like to rewind a little bit uh, to seminary school mm. and like what was your mission to go into seminary school?
1: Okay, so I come from deep. Christian roots um, Didn't grow up in church. My parents don't go to church But I found church as a two or three year old. I was just telling this story that my mom um, had me when she was 20 and She was you know mama was out in the streets doing what 20 year olds do but she had a friend who who was also 20 that she used to drop me at her house on Saturday nights and they were a very religious family and this young lady who was the same age as my mom she wasn't going out so she would babysit me and then she also lived with her mom and they would take me to church on sunday mornings and i remember as like a 3 year old i remember being in church and people crying and speaking in tongues and i remember this moment it is etched in my memory it was like the moment When the divine came to tell me you have work to do, it's going to take you some time to figure it out, but I want you to know that I'm here. I remember it was a Sunday afternoon and I was with, her name is Miss Arlene. I'll never forget her name. I asked Miss Arlene, I said, why do people like cry and what are they like? What is that stuff they're saying? You know, I would imagine a three-year-old was like saying it different. This is how I remember it. I was essentially asking her, what is happening at church? Like, I'm feeling something. I'm seeing all this stuff that's happening around me. I want to understand. And I remember she told me, oh, honey, that's not sadness. That is the joy of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And it was at that moment that I was like, oh, God is a spirit. It's not a man somewhere far. And I remember her telling me, God is in you, like, as your spirit. At three years old, that was what was wrapped up in a pretty little package and a bow was put on it. And then I went through life and found my way to church here and there. As a teenager, I really sought out church because I was looking for connection and answers that I just couldn't find anywhere else. I felt that spiritual tug to God, but because I wasn't like seeing it at home, I was searching for it outside. Okay, so fast forward to now I'm an adult. I then went through my 20s and some of my 30s and joined a very powerful non-denominational church and went through our apostle there, took us deep into training. I mean, we went through two years of like new member training where we learned like experiencing God, your spiritual gifts, all the things, like it was a a two-year program. And um, after I started to serve in that church and became a member, I got ordained in 2011 as a minister under the non-denominal church, non-denominational church. So I was deep in church. I'm talking about serving every Wednesday, every Sunday, when the church doors is open, I'm in the building. Um, I guess back in 2015 or so, I started to feel like, something more was calling me like i was doing coaching nutritional coaching fitness coaching i knew that i wanted to like empower and assist and guide people and i was going along life picking up all of these skills and learning how to help people become a better version of themselves and around 2015 i started feeling like oh there's something else that i'm kind of missing and one of my really good friends she was a uh, a pastor's wife and she decided to go to seminary to become a pastor like to get trained in in being a pastor and so i was like oh that sounds very interesting like i knew i had like a deeper spiritual connection and so when i started looking at seminary i was like mm, but i don't Feel called to be a pastor. Like I don't want to be up in the pulpit preaching. But what I find naturally is that I love supporting people in their development, right? I'm a prayer warrior, like I can pray down anything, right? So I started to investigate seminary, and I found this amazing program that was on the West Coast out in Portland at Portland Seminary um, through George Fox University. And they called it spiritual formation with like a focus in spiritual direction. And I was like, "Ooh, this looks interesting. So I started to investigate the program and it was all about supporting the pastors in how spiritual formation and spiritual formation is just all about the practices that you embody in order to help you get closer to God, to develop your relationship with God, to understand the big questions. Who am I? why am i here like where did i come from those types of questions are what you learn in spiritual formation so i signed up right i signed up submitted my um submitted my application and um yeah went all the way out to the west coast for three years to get my master's in spiritual direction
0: Wow. Yes.
1: So I'm not just a ordained minister with like a church background, but I actually have a master's in spiritual direction.
0: Damn. <laughs> I did not realize that. That is incredible. And I just honor and respect you so much because having that background and where you are now um, is just, it makes it so much more like official. <laughs> you know like like it's like you can you can back what you're talking about Absolutely. because you have that education like you're not just some joe schmo like talking about all these things i mean like you have a background you are an educated woman i
1: am an educated woman yes yes. i got you the are. price tag the student loans the books <laughs> and the uh i think it was like 100,000 words, yeah, like that you write mm. during your three years. It's a lot of writing, reflection, understanding that you're processing, and not everybody gets to actually become a spiritual director. Like, you go through the first two years, and then you have to get appointed to continue on the last year of the program, which is a practicum. And the whole last year we spend doing spiritual direction, we have to go find individuals who want to like participate in spiritual direction. We had to like constantly like turn in um, reflections on how we were working with them. We had to work with our own spiritual director. We had to get a therapist. It's not like, oh, you just go to college, and we're just going to give you a piece of paper. No, they actually wanted to ensure that you are safe to sit with someone as they explore and open themselves up to deeper parts of themselves Mm -hmm. and a closer relationship with
0: the divine. So Mm -hmm. it was not a game. Yeah. Well, that's a great little segue to move straight into where you are now. (laughs) So, all right. So when I met you, you were... a a spiritual teacher, a, um, a minister, Mm -hmm. like, or, or or what would you call yourself exactly? Yeah. I don't even know. Like what? Because you were life coaching. I was life coaching,
1: spiritual coaching. Yeah. 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 I was holding women's circles. Yeah. I was essentially everything I was learning. I was sharing with the community of women around me because it was making such a profound impact on me and changing me so quickly that I felt, okay, I need to share. And my human design is all about experimenting and sharing and teaching. Yeah. So like I've been doing my human design well before I knew what human design was. Oh okay. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Um so I guess it's safe to say that when I met you, you were like you were searching still, you know, like you were like. You had all this knowledge and information, but it wasn't channeled towards exactly. You hadn't found your like your jam yet. My thing. Your I haven't found my thing. So um, now we are going to fast forward a couple of years ago. Like I all right. So now this is when we start talking about plant medicine. <laughs> and <laughs> dun, dun, dun. and psychedelics <laughs> yes. all right I, I wanted to set the scene so that you know we're not just talking about psychedelics like she's not over here just like throwing out mushrooms to the to the people like <laughs> we are definitely working with a wise sage medicine woman mm-hmm. and but you didn't know that you were that... I didn't know. You didn't so know. Funny. And so, two... I guess it was maybe two years ago, maybe, it's or almost, a year ago. It's a year and a half What now. What is time, yeah, anymore? What is time blah, anymore? Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. It blah, was blah, blah. not very long. I don't even think it was two, not, It was not two years no. ago. Um, so, we'll say a year and a half ago. Um, one of my girlfriends... I was ready to work with plant medicine. Mm. And so, I had this opportunity. And so, I was like, I'm saying yes. And then... I, one of, I was going on like this little retreat thing, mm-hmm. like a little weekend retreat. Weekend retreat. Uh, and so I was talking with the girl and the girl was like, oh, well, one of the girls can't come anymore. One of the attendees, but she still has her deposit. So if you know any of anybody that wants to come do this, let me know. And so I was, I mean, Anita's like energy just <laughs> fell on my heart and I was like, Huh, I wonder if Anita would want to do this with me. Mm. And so I messaged her, and she was like, dude, I've been wanting to do this. I've been wanting to experience it. And so it was like, okay, done and done. Anita and I go to the mountains of North Carolina, and we have a facilitated sacred ceremony ceremony of psilocybin and it was both of our first times and I know for me personally I will not share my story here because that's like a whole other podcast (laughs) but tell us about your story your experience oh my
1: gosh oh first thank you my sister thank you because you opened the door for Amanita to step through and I am so appreciative I am so appreciative so we get to the mountains of North Carolina and ceremonies is facilitated by a beautiful medicine woman. And she's taking us through all the practices and out in nature. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place to participate in this uh, sacred earth medicine. So the evening comes where we participate in the sacred earth medicine. We take it. We have no idea. We have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-mm. But what was so beautiful is like, I felt so safe because I was doing it with my sister, Bond, you know, like, wow, we get to experience this. Nobody will ever be able to take that from us. Like, Mm -mm. it was our first experience with psilocybin and we were able to do it together. And that is just so special. And it's so beautiful. Like, fast forward, now we're doing things together. It's like the magic. Anyway, so... That evening comes, we take our psilocybin and it was nothing like I had ever experienced before. Um, It just took me into like a place of letting go. And there wasn't like a lot of prep, right? So we didn't really have, we, we set intentions, but it was more just like, okay, here's the medicine, like go see what's in yourself. And that's really what it was was like a little bit of exploration within myself. My intention for that ceremony was to open my heart because I was going through a very difficult time in marriage. I was married at the time, and I really wanted to open my heart. My heart was so like hard because of everything that had happened. And I remember there was a point in the in the journey where I heard Healing doesn't have to be so difficult. Like, you can really have a sense of humor about this because you can lighten up. Everything is going to be okay. And I remember (laughs) I bust out laughing. That was the best laugh I had had
0: (laughs) in in my life. life, Ever. I will never forget (sighs) that laugh that we exchanged together. Like, it went... I don't know, it for an the, hour. It went off for I mean, a long time. It was time. the longest. You would laugh and I would laugh even harder. <laughs> I would laugh, then you would laugh at my laugh. It literally went back and forth. And and laughter, oh my gosh, is is just as healing as the tears. Laughing is more healing than the tears, you know? Like that is, the tears are the letting go and the laughter is almost like the, the healing concept of like, all of your cells activating and vibrating at a certain frequency. And that really is the healing. And so we were healing on such a cellular level in that experience. Oh, my God. That was the best laugh. I will never forget that. The feeling that I
1: felt, it was like my my whole being went to a state of like pure joy, ecstasy, orgasmic energy, Nothing in the world did I care about during that time. It was just like my soul was coming home to itself. Mm -hmm. Like, remember, this is the essence of who you are. Don't forget this, baby girl. Like, a lot of things have happened that have made you sad or, you know, have challenged your emotions. But don't forget at the core of you, This is the core of who you are. Mm. Oh, I will never forget that.
0: So talk to us about the actual medicinal properties of psilocybin. Like why, how does it make you feel that way? How does it work? Okay.
1: Yes. So um, fast forward. The reason I know this is because I spent all of 2022 (laughs) (laughs) studying um, how to facilitate ceremonies, how to work safely with psilocybin. So that's why I could speak to this. Okay. So back up to your question. So, um, Mushrooms contain psilocybin. There's about 200 species throughout the world that grow naturally without any human involvement, right? And these, out of these 200 species of mushrooms, they have a component called psilocybin. When we ingest these mushrooms, the psilocybin turns to psilocin as it gets digested. And then this silocin chemical you can think of travels to your brain and connects to your serotonin receptors. So the receptors that make you feel good, that help you to reflect, it connects to those receptors and then it begins to soften your logical brain, what we call the default mode network. Your frontal lobe part of your brain has that, what we, what we create throughout our life is the default mode network and it begins to soften that aka your ego what is protecting you right your normal way of thinking all the routines and patterns that you've created throughout your life so as the psilocin is connected to these receptors it's softening your ego which is giving you access to deeper parts of your brain which then allow you to tap into expanded states of consciousness And in those expanded states of consciousness, then you have access to repressed memories. You have access to what's stored in your DNA. You have access to the feel good hormones like dopamine that your body naturally produces.
0: Mm. Okay, so thank you. That was beautiful. (laughs) Okay, so after that experience that we had together, What has your journey been like since then? Because obviously it activated an awakening within you that this is your jam, this is your medicine, this is your path.
1: Yes, so after we came out of the mountains from that experience, we had like a little bit of integration, but not like a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So we had to really sit with what came out of that journey um, by ourselves. Luckily, I had the tools to work through processing what came up for me. I took a few months and worked through what came up for me and decided I wanted to continue to explore the medicine. And so I was calling that in, right? I didn't have a community of people at the time that were even doing this. All I knew was me, you, and the medicine Right. Woman. Like, we
0: had an epic experience. And okay, right. now what? Yeah, now exactly. What? Yeah, so
1: I was, my soul was calling in a community because I wanted to learn more. I wanted to... Um, the medicine woman that we were working with, I wanted to experience a ceremony with another like medicine group. I wanted to see how this was being done in the community, how it was helping others. So as my soul was calling in this experience, I happened to see a post from a, um, from a brother that I had went to a retreat with who was like, hey, we're doing medicine work over here. If you're interested in ceremony, like reach out to me, we can work on the details. So I reached out to him and was like, hey, what's up, like I'm interested. And he put me into the, in touch with who was hosting the ceremony. And then boom, I get immersed into this mushroom psychedelic community. So that was January, 2022. And so I go to this ceremony Very unsure still of like what's happening. Not really a lot of like preparation. And this ceremony, I take a heroic dose of psilocybin mushrooms. And on this journey, if you haven't done medicine before, a lot of this may sound like way far out there. But on this heroic dose of um, psilocybin mushrooms, I literally like rebirthed myself. And as I was dying to old parts of myself, when I got rebirthed, I was introduced to my ancestors. And my ancestors came and began to teach me who I am, where I come from, what my powers are, telling me like, yes, you are called to work with this mushroom in a way that is sacred, telling me that my calling is to um, help people to do this in a sacred way they gave me a whole program of it's not just about sitting in ceremony but you need to help people to prepare for ceremony and then it's ceremony and then it's integration work you need to teach people that mushrooms is a part of a spiritual path this is part of your spiritual practice they gave me everything that they wanted me to do in that ceremony. When I woke up the next day from that ceremony, I was no longer Anita. I was Amanita, like a mushroom. I literally was a mushroom. (laughs) I was literally a mushroom. And I woke up from that experience and I immediately took what they gave me and put it into action. I gathered eight women together. I put them through the program that was downloaded to me in the ceremony. And out of the eight, Eight women, eight women that I took through the process, the preparation process. I took two more of those women through ceremony. I brought a medicine woman in, cause at the time I wasn't facilitating like mushrooms. So I brought a medicine woman in, we went through the ceremony and then I took them through the integration part of it as well. So it was like, I woke up and like five days later, I went to work, the universe brought me eight women to practice on they were like my first beta group and from there then every month i just began to sit with the mushroom i began to sit in ceremony i began to learn more ask more questions i began to read i've read like 20 books like whatever is out there published on mushrooms i have read it highlighted i was literally in the mushroom like universe yeah (laughs) school yeah and A lot of people, like, you know, everybody comes to medicine differently, but the mushroom initiated me. Like, I didn't go somewhere and sit with a lineage of people. The mushroom came and got me and taught me and downloaded everything that needed to be done. I didn't come up with this program just, like, sitting by myself. It was downloaded to me. And every month through 2022, I sat and got initiated. I went through... Mm hundreds of deaths of myself this or this past year in order to be able to serve in a safe and a way of integrity like to preserve the sacredness of what it means to sit with the mushrooms
0: this is not a party drug to me mm-hmm. No. Wow. Yeah. You literally, all right. Now it's all making sense. We were together in September that last January is when, so this whole past year you have been just in school and in in, in, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is incredible. And to watch you expand the way that you have like come home to yourself and just embody all that you are and, it. I mean, you embody goddess Amanita. I, I mean, you do. You. You are the goddess herself. Like mm-hmm. you are so whole. You know. Even though, like, it's like we're never completely whole, but right. it's like we're as whole as you need to be right now. Right. Like right In now. Yeah. Like you. You are whole. You are complete, and that's the ultimate goal: is to be able to feel. Happy with yes. where you are right here, right now in this lifetime. Like next week it may be a total shit show, but <laughs> for right here, right now, I am okay with where I am. And then I know because I'm okay right here, right now, I know that when that shit show comes mm-hmm. that I can handle it yes. and that I will come out bigger, better, stronger, always, and that is the that is the wholeness that we crave, the the freedom that we crave, the the wildness that we create, that we desire. And you really are just a true embodiment of that. And so to watch you, you know, just soar over the past year has been like honestly like jawed <laughs> on the floor because it's like wait what and and. And it, I just think it's so incredible because not everyone is called to this medicine. Like for me, I like I like to have ceremony. Mm-hmm. I like to be in these experiences, but it's not my medicine. Like like working with breath and like really like diving into the mo- the physical body modality and the embodiment of everything is like that's like what I like to work yeah, with. Is that's that your jam? That's baby. my jam, and like <laughs> your jam is is working with. Psilocybin. Yes. And, and I just think it's so important to note that, you know, everybody's got their something. And mm-hmm. we're all on a quest to, like, find the thing that resonates with us the most. And so I'm sure there's plenty of people that – maybe are curious or have some judge judgment around it i know i for sure did i mean i you know until i was called to it and ready for it i was like i don't like why why do you need medicine like that like you have every like even me in my breath work practice because in my breath work practice like i hit you know, psychedelic experiences through the breath. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, I don't need that. Like, whatever. That's fine. But then all of a sudden I was like, no, I do. Because with breath work you you have the ability <clears throat> you have the ability to stop yourself yes you do and you know you're like okay actually i'm feeling things right now and All i don't right. want to feel them so <laughs> i'm just going to stop <laughs> oh i actually i think i need to go to the bathroom uh-huh. so i'm going to stop like right. like we're real easy you know because you are in control mm-hmm. and that's why so many people are scared to work with plant medicine because All of a sudden, you ain't the one in control. Exactly. (laughs) And that is so scary for people. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. If I'm feeling this way, I can't make it stop. Mm -hmm. But that's where the beautiful surrender is. Absolutely. Just allowing yourself to be held by this medicine that is grown from the earth. Right. and, And just really allow ourselves to explore what what else you know we act like we we know everything and we don't know shit (laughs) we do not and so that's why it's such a fun place to be where we are right now is because I don't claim to know anything Mm -hmm. you know except for what I do know and then I'm like that rings true Mm -hmm. um but it's it's just so fun to play in the in the cosmos you Mm -hmm. know because it's like we're 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 working in dimensions where we open doors and we don't know what's behind that door. But that's fun because it's a surprise, it's exciting, it's the unknown. But you do have to work your way up to a place where you feel safe yes. within your own physical body to open unknown doors.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. And it takes a while to get there. You know, like uh life is challenging and everybody has their Bucket of challenges that they're trying to work through. I think the powerful thing of working with um, psychedelic medicines or plant medicines is that you can clear your bucket out more because uh, psychedelics is not just about healing, but it also is about the expansion
0: Mm -hmm. and the
1: activation of who you are. I consider myself blessed that on my second journey I got activated in who I am in my calling. I think that a part of what played into that is because years before that, I was doing a lot of my own work. So I was doing the work to clear out my bucket so that I was able to handle what was presented to me because it was scary. Like, wait, you want me to wake up from here and then go do this and Like walk people through this program and introduce them to plant medicine and get initiated and study and all these things like that was not easy right it's not easy to hold space for people when they are healing and bearing their souls it's not easy to keep ourselves safe and open so that our energy allows people to feel comfortable that you can let go right a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't Feel safe letting go because somewhere along the line they learned that letting go wasn't safe and so they built up these walls and mm. introducing plant medicine helps you to begin to knock those walls down brick by brick by brick mm. by brick and then you can get to yourself and then on the other side of that is like you said you can go into other dimensions you can open these doors you can explore the secrets of the universe you know you can do more for yourself and those that are connected to you in those expanded states of consciousness. So it there's it's more than just like, we got to heal our traumas. You know, like yeah, we I do have to heal like, our yeah. traumas so that we can integrate and become whole. But then a lot of people ask me, well, what do you do when you get to a place where, like you said, like, okay, in my normal day-to-day, I feel pretty solid in my sense of self. So it's not really all about Okay, I need to go heal these like past traumas. It's more like, how do I become more Mm -hmm. of who I am? Because I'm more than just this physical body. You know, there are things that we came here to do to manifest, to contribute to the collective evolution of humanity. Let's get to doing those things.
0: Yes, (laughs) yes, because with healing, I mean, it is a lot of work. Oh, my God. I mean, healing is not easy. I remember when I first received, like, the download that I will be working with emotions. I was like, that is so depressing. I do not want to work with emotions. I want to just be happy. But you have to be able to work through those stuck emotions to get to the happy. Absolutely. So you have to do the work, but you also have to be happy like you you it's it's like this whole evolution mm-hmm. that that actually literally has to happen like you have to heal to be able to access those parts of you that will expand your happiness and your joy mm-hmm. and your ecstasy
1: absolutely because that's where your purpose is I, a lot of my clients that come to me are seeking their purpose their sense of self their Who am I? What am I here to do in this world? How do I do it? You know, like, where do I come from? We are our soul is wired to answer those questions in this incarnation, you know, but we are distracted by all the things in life. Raising a family, working, social media, drinking, partying. Like all the things are distracting us from really getting to the root of what you came here for was to explore yourself, Mm -hmm. to experience your own soul. And in order to do that. You gotta put practices in place that allow you to get to a level of awareness in yourself.
0: Yeah, like you can't just show up for a plant medicine ceremony and think that it's all gonna like "Ah." Oh, it's not a magic pill, baby. Mm -mm. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, let's say that again. It is not and not there is no magic pill. There is is no magic pill. And I know for both of us, I mean, every time I do sit with medicine, I mean, it's usually hard at first because i'm going deeper into those places of myself that i have kept undercover you know that just were not ready to be discovered mm-hmm. and so once you go in there and you see maybe some of that shit you've been holding on to and it's like oh god okay i'm gonna i gotta let that go i'm going to let th- i mm-hmm. want to I let, let that go, go. <laughs> and then you go there and then there's that freedom mm-hmm. but you it, it really is just a fascinating experience how this journey never ends it never never ends. there is always more to explore of yourself because your soul is like it's a bazillion years old I mean lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes of experiences and and wisdom that is there to be uncovered Mm -hmm. the
1: name of the game is liberation is freedom we put so many limitations and rules and regulations on ourselves that we pick up from our families from our communities from society they put all these ways of being on us and the name of the game is really to get liberated from all of those things even just being like coming from a christian background i had to liberate myself from thinking just because i came from a christian background right? Was a Jesus follower, believer, Bible reader, went to seminary. Is it okay for me to dive into psychedelics, you know? And yeah, as I began to study, I began to read books like um, The Immortality Key, um, The Sacred, I think it's Sacred Cross of the Mushroom. And I began to realize that a lot of the history of religions quote unquote because they weren't really technically religions back then right they were um, ways of being or orders were using psychedelics but that is not really talked about mm-hmm. but they had psychedelic drinks and teas if you go back and look at the the history and the the pictures that you see all across the world in these pyramids and ancient places, you'll see the mushroom. You'll see it in all of the ancient like hieroglyphics and everything. You'll see it, and it's not just in one place. It's literally scattered across the world in all of these very, very old ways of being, like orders and and quote-unquote religions and groups. You'll see all of it, all of them practiced working with earth medicine yeah. in order to deepen their relationship with the divine in order to work with their ancestors like and even ancestors like coming out of christianity was like oh my God, can I say I work with ancestors? But it's like, okay, when Jesus was at the mountain, who came to see him? His ancestors, you know
0: what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) And I was about to ask you like, what your relationship is like with Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, like, what is your relationship now? How has it evolved over the past year specifically?
1: Oh my God. Like, It has changed so much. I remember uh, back in 2019 when I started working with my spiritual mentor, and um, she uses astrology as like a base, but she's so much more than an astrologer. And I remember she told me in my natal reading that I was going to begin to disassociate myself with associations and organizations that I had been very deeply rooted to. And I never thought she meant church I never thought that because church was my way of being like I was there Wednesday Sunday when the church doors was open but as I began to grow in my understanding of who I am my spirituality I realized that who I am and this is not for everybody who I am I felt restricted in the church doors I felt like I couldn't reach the fullness of the divine that I was looking for. I felt like there was so much more that I wanted to understand that I wasn't getting inside the church. Now, church gave me my foundation and helped me to develop my relationship with Yeshua or Jesus what we call who we call Jesus. So I am connected to Christ consciousness. There is no way around that for me. I know the experiences that I had with Christ consciousness before I got to plant medicine. Those were very real experiences. I started to speak in light language well before I got to plant medicine. You know, so like I know that the divine is real. Christ consciousness is real. I do have a different understanding of what I believe Yahshua's life was like as I've studied and understand that he came out of the Essene culture, which was a psychedelic culture, which they practiced yoga and astrology and they were mostly like vegans. They practiced fasting. They had a way of practicing their spiritual path that isn't really revealed in the Bible. So as you begin to study where his parents came from, like where he was when they say like there's a big gap between Jesus was born and then at 30, 31, he started his ministry. Okay, well, what was he doing for the first 30 years? Oh, he was actually like a part of this scene way of being where he was practicing this spiritual path, right? And was also reading the scriptures, but he was also reading a lot more, right? And that's not really talked about in church or, or the Bible. So as I began to read and understand and do my own research, I realized that the God that had been presented to me, there was more to the story. And I wanted to be free. I wanted to be free to seek the divine in my own way. So I stepped back. From the church. I step back from being an ordained minister in church. I step back from all of that in order to find my truth. Cause really that's what it's all about: is what rings true to you. And as you come in contact with truth, your soul vibrates in a way that's like, yes, oh my God, this is what I've been searching for. Mm-hmm. So I am a firm like I love me some Christ consciousness. I love me some Yahshua. I love me some Mary Magdalene. I love me some Mary, mother of Jesus. I, I, that is the foundation. That is the teaching. That is what helps me to stay aligned to a divine way of being. But I also have expanded, I have expanded what I feel like is my relationship with all things. Like in church, you can't say universe. Oh my God, if you're saying universe, you are denying God. But if it is creator, right? If Elohim and Yahweh is creator, then it is the universe. Because essentially we all come from the source. And as you get deeper into working with plant medicines or expanding your consciousness through breath, you begin to see the oneness. You begin to understand that the spirit that is within your soul that is encased in your body all comes from this one spark. And from this one spark comes all that is. So now I feel like I have a relationship with all that is. I don't look at things as good or bad. I look at them as polarities, as ways to experience different versions, different variations, different aspects, different characteristics. This life for me is all about exploration. It's not about judgment or condemning. Let's get free. Mm.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, Before we hit record, you were telling me about your next adventure that you were up for. Tell us about this because this is big. This is big.
1: This is so big. And you really never know. Like you're going along your life journey and you're trying to figure out where do all these pieces fit together, you know? and going to seminary when i came out of seminary i remember feeling i can i graduated at the when we were in the height of the pandemic so may 2020 i remember feeling after i like got my degree what am i supposed to do with this i spent 3 years traveling back and forth to portland 10 trips back and forth to portland being with pastors and Other spiritual directors and others who were Old Testament and New Testament experts. And what am I going to do with all of this knowledge now? Now, three years later, I understand that I was in that environment because I am created to birth a ministry. We are our own ministries, but I am here to birth a ministry, but a ministry done in a new way. What I feel like is... result of the freedom that i have experienced so my partner and i are um, going to be launching sacred earth ministries this year Mm -hmm. and it is really all about a part of our mission is to build better beings and so we are going to incorporate education around plant medicine we're going to incorporate education around human design and astrology. We're going to incorporate education around spiritual practices. We're going to incorporate education on working with earth medicines as a spiritual path because it's all about the evolution of ourselves. And so this ministry is going to be a beautiful way to bring together his knowledge and experience, my knowledge and experience and create a safe and sacred place to really explore yourself and to do it in a way that you are educated, right? You are educated and do it also in a way that's very sacred and divine for you. So I'm super excited that we are launching Sacred Earth Ministries and we will um essentially be online, right? Um it will be kind of like a, a school, an online school. We will also be doing in-person like intros to um working with the mushroom as a sacrament. Um just a side note there is that we are going through this process, right, in the United States where we are um working through decriminalizing working with these earth medicines because it is our birthright. Mushrooms grow out of the earth, (laughs) you know, like they grow out of the earth. It's our way of being. It is the way our cultures were designed. And when we got away from that and we started to put all this institutionalization and compartmentalizing, we started to lose ourselves. So we essentially are just trying to go back to our birthright. So as we're working through, you know, um, the Decrim process, we are creating it under a nonprofit, a 508C1A, and it is all built around the Religious Freedom Act, Mm. which essentially allows us to practice our sacraments. As we commune with the divine, you know, this isn't about partying. This isn't about getting people high. This isn't about let's do drugs in a legal way. Psilocybin is not a drug. Mm -hmm.
0: It is earth. It is from the earth. It is literally a plant medicine. (laughs) It is medicinal for (laughs) your body. It is healing for your body. It is healing for your soul. Yeah.
1: And there's... There is hundreds of millions of dollars right now being pumped into the research around psilocybin. And so it will be hard for it to continue to be a, uh, what is it, scheduled scheduled class one or scheduled one drug in the United States. It's gonna be difficult for them to continue to say that because there's hundreds of millions of dollars being pumped into research and the research that is coming out is saying, hey, it will help with, um, resistant treatment PTSD. It's helping people with anxiety. It's helping people with cluster headaches. It's helping people to um, stop addictions to food and drugs and alcohol. It is literally helping you become a better being. It's helping your brain with neuroplasticity when you pair it with the right types of music and practices. It's helping you to create better habits. So it's going to be difficult for them yeah. to continue to say, yeah, like, Yeah, the scientific oh, background yeah. is, I mean, you cannot deny it. Yeah, catching up. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just, I mean, just from the beginning of this conversation to now, like, how full circle your journey has been. Oh, yeah. Bringing you just right back home to exactly where you need to be, creating exactly what you need to be creating. It is just, just more proof that when we continue to say yes. Yeah to those intuitive nudges that are guiding us like we are so guided our soul wants this for us wants wants us to be living in aligned action steps Oh, absolutely. And and that only you can only get to that aligned place when you keep saying yes to even the things that feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You broke free from, from some things that were so ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. It was hard. It was it was been hard for me to mm-hmm. to step away from things that have been so conditioned within me. And I feel like this is very much where humanity is going now like we we are breaking free slowly but surely from the conditioned behaviors mm. that have been forced upon us yes. and our our truth is our birthright Absolutely. and to follow that is is where we're headed you know like we get to trust ourselves we get to trust what we believe is true mm-hmm. so i'm just Again, so proud of you. So honored to be walking beside you. And we have... So back in December, we hosted an experience that was called Into the Mystic. Into the Mystic. And it involved a plant-infused tea, tea. and that was more than a microdose, mm-hmm. less than a, a full, full on journey. journey. Mm-hmm. And we had and basically like the way I was thinking about it like when I knew I wanted to work with you I was like I just want something to help take the edge off Mm -hmm. you know because we have these abilities to go so deep with our breath work journeys but again like I said earlier we also can stop ourselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so when we have a little something to support us with that continuing through to the places that might feel a little uncomfortable to go into, this is like, it's like the wind beneath your wings. (laughs) It's like saying it's it's safe to go here. Like, trust me, trust me. Let me guide you. Let me show you. Mm -hmm. And holy shit. Holy shit. What we experienced that day, we had nine women. It was our very first one. We had nine women sign up and show up in my home studio here and it was an activation like no No other other. (laughs) I mean it was insane it was insane for you and I it was insane for each one of the women here each woman had an incredibly profound experience and it was completely different than the woman next to them you know like everybody's on their own journey and that's why these um pulling together in a class, you know, like where we're all showing up for the same reason. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I always like to say. I'm like, we're all showing up for the same reason. You know, we all pay the same amount of money. We're all searching for something. We're all craving something. Mm -hmm. We all want to let go of something and we all want to receive something. Mm -hmm. So let's just all freaking do it together in the collective energy. It is so much more, to me personally, I think it is so much more fun to do it in a group of other women where we can just support and see and witness and cheer Mm -hmm. and just feel it, feel the collective energy of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that was incredible. And we are hosting it again. We're going to try to be pretty consistent with this, Mm -hmm. you know, like not just do it once a year, you know, like we're, we're, we understand how important this work is. And so we are offering our next one, February, Tenth, it's 10th. a Friday, and it's like set up as a half-day retreat-style workshop. Mm-hmm. And um, we had last time we had like three people, two people fly in, one people, one, one person, person drove, drove in, in from Alabama, mm-hmm. and then already this time we got two people flying in. And I mean, so if you're listening to this and you're like, "Oh my God, I've got to be with these two amazing women yes. and experience this." medicine that they are co-creating together in the space that is going to be held then do not let where you are located hold Stop. you back. I mean because when there's a will there's a way. Absolutely. And um and Anita has so many offerings. You have a microdose protocol available for people. Yes. You have People fly in to do private weekend journeys with you. Yes. Um, you have so many opportunities. If you would like to tell everyone about them, please do. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, I hold space one-on-one um, to do private ceremonies. However, I do that in a what I call a sacred container uh, because I feel very strongly about you need to prepare when you want to do a deep journey, a deep healing journey. So the container lasts about two months where you spend the first three weeks preparing for your journey, and then you have your journey, your ceremony, and then you spend the next four to five weeks integrating that experience with me. Um, I feel very strongly about um, when I am serving the sacrament to someone that I want to be there to walk through the experience with you because some of that stuff can get dark and scary and you need someone to be able to hold your hand to tell you that you're safe to cry with you to hold you um so i that is a place in my heart that um and that was what was downloaded to me in my journey um, also there is a microdosing protocol um, actually that'll be a part of sacred earth ministries we're creating a microdosing membership where every month you'll be able to get your microdosing protocol. We also will pair that with education and practices within the uh, ministry. Uh, And then we also do group experiences as well, what we call Intro to Healing and Working with the Sacred Earth Medicines, which we come together and do it in a, a mini ceremony style that gives you an introduction to working with the medicine in a safe, supportive way. Um, And it is also more price friendly. Uh, So yeah, right
0: now, those are my three ways that you can work with me. What beautiful (laughs) offerings that we know are all from by divine orchestration. Divine orchestration. Yes. (laughs) Oh my goodness thank you. Thank you for saying yes to yourself over and over and over again. And thank you for creating this movement. And that's ultimately what it's going to be. I'm sure at this point right now, you're like, I'm doing this and it might not make any sense at all. But I have a feeling three years from now, it's going to be like, okay, it all makes just like when we met you know, four years ago, like we had no idea the what was unfolding for us both and the way we, no we both idea. were going to be evolving together in this way on this journey. And it's just such an honor to walk this path with you and to hold hands side by side. Woo! Woo! It is
1: powerful to do this work in community and
0: in a sisterhood. It there's nothing like it to be witness. I mean that's the thing like you we have witnessed each other. You were in my very first class and you have witnessed me and cheered me through absolutely everything that I have done mm-hmm. and and same thing for you like I, I just and I remember there were many times where I'm like girl, Come on now, your 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 voice, your you you need to be shared with the world, and so I just be like, okay, 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 I know it's coming, and then I'll be damned if you haven't just like, boom, shakalaka, I'm here. I'm here now,
1: people. I'm here now. I know who I am. I know what I'm here to do. I love doing this work. It oozes from me. Yes, it, it does. Oozes from me. So yes, I'm it does. so honored. Thank you, my sister, for having me in your beautiful studio. Thank you for just being there. Thank you. If it wasn't for you, like, oh my gosh. Right? You were oh entry way into this. And I remember you told me you go, go learn how to facilitate. That's
0: right. I was like, I need you. Go, go, go do this. So you
1: were cheering me on. Like, go on, honey, go on out there. And so I'm just so appreciative. That's why we, the sisterhood is so important because your sisters are encouraging you, speaking things into you that I didn't even know. You know, I didn't even know that all of that was going to manifest in such a beautiful way but you saw something in me that i didn't even see in myself and so I'm just so grateful
0: aww <laughs> <laughs> we are so damn cute <laughs> okay well thank you everyone for listening and I will make sure that I have all of Goddess Amanita yeah, I can only say it in that way Goddess Amanita Amenita. I will have her information in the show notes and I will also have a link to our next Into the Mystic yes. experience which is February 10th and um all right thanks for listening bye. bye I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today if you enjoyed this episode it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too I am most active over on instagram so come find me at vampiro and say hello talk to you soon